if I get married in a covenant style marriage, then my marriage is sorted. No, it's important that covenant means you are constantly working it out. That is the danger a lot of godly relationships and godly marriages have come under. That's the attack they are under. They are treating their marriages like a contract. And as you're dating, you definitely want to uphold the standard of treating marriage like a covenant. This will help you to understand why sex should wait after marriage. Welcome to the Dating Down God's Way podcast. My name is Tolu. I'm your friendly Christian relationship counselor. I'm really excited about today's topic because I know it is going to help you date to attract your husband. I know it's going to change the way you are currently experiencing your relationships and help you understand what it means to date the man God has for you. So what I want to discuss with you today is what does it take to become a godly wife? right? What do you need to do to make this happen for you? Where do you need to look for assistance? What do you need to have in place to make sure that you are a godly wife today? Well, this is a very detailed episode, so make sure you're ready to take notes and make sure you're ready to really sit down. You're somewhere quiet. You can pay attention because I want you to hear what the Spirit of God wants you to get as we dive into this particular topic. Let's get started. The first thing I want to talk to you about is you have to choose God over your own path. Now, I'm not going to tell you this is going to be an easy decision to make. I'm not going to say it's not going to be difficult for you to lay your own desires at the feet of the Lord. No, it is hard, but it will be worth it. And I can say that with all confidence. And the reason this is important is it means even in the littlest decisions, you put God first. It doesn't matter if it's just deciding whether to take the right turning or the left turning at a junction. It doesn't matter if it's deciding whether or not to go for a particular event or whether to take yes or no. You literally involve God in the littlest decisions. That is how you put him first. That is how he becomes first in your life, in every arena and facet that you are currently experiencing and that you go through you know, in the nature and course of life. And it's important for marriage because it's going to play out in how you run your household, how you handle conversations and disagreements with your husband, how you build a home and basically run it as a helpmate. When you learn to choose what God is saying over what you prefer to hear, you will become better at learning to submit to his authority and this will extend to your own husband it may seem like oh i don't need to involve god in deciding whether or not i'm going to go for this event but let me tell you that will play out in marriage when you are going for an event with your husband or it could be a very simple decision as to whether or not to sign up for a particular program together or to um at attend a particular um ceremony it can play out in so many different ways and it's definitely a journey and it's not going to be perfect In fact, sometimes if we're keeping it real, like we like to do here, you'll take a route you know God doesn't approve of, but because you're developing that muscle of obedience to him, of laying down your own path and choosing his path, disobedience becomes more uncomfortable. You learn to rely on the Holy Spirit more, and this will play out in how you date, how you discern, how you learn to hear the voice of God in your choice of a spouse, and ultimately the kind of godly wife you're going to become. The next point I want to discuss with you is you have to understand 
how to date to marry and not date for fun. And you may be thinking, oh, Tolu, I'm not dating for fun. I'm, I'm constantly dating to marry. I'm not entertaining men that are um, of the mindset of, you know, just having fun. But I want to ask you a couple of questions because you may think you're dating to marry, but you are actually just dating for fun. How? Well, let's start with the basics. Um, I'm going to throw a couple of questions at you. Is that man a Christian? Are you currently abstaining from sex? Okay. Do you, when I say currently, I mean right now, are you abstaining from sex? I'm not talking about your general position. I'm talking about as we are talking and having this conversation right now, are you abstaining? Do you involve God before you get involved with any man? What's the Holy Spirit saying about your relationship? And if you're single, what is he saying about your singleness? What has he said about your last relationship? These are some questions to get you really on the path of knowing whether or not you are actually dating to marry or dating for fun and obviously you know this is something that we're going to dive deeper into if you become a dating to marry client the next point i want to make is you have to be intentionally single we've spoken about okay dating for the purpose of marriage but i want to really drive home the importance of being intentionally single listen the fastest route to a godly marriage is to be single. And I don't mean being single as, as in your status, like currently you're not in a relationship, so you're single, but more so single when it comes to your standard. That, that is, you have a consistent position. Are you clear on the standard God has for you? What's your personal conviction or what has God ministered to you specifically about yourself in your singleness? And this is why in Dating to Marry, I really spend time walking clients down the path of understanding what they're meant to be doing with your singleness because there is a lot there's so much in your singleness that is attached to your marriage. So whatever you practice as a single woman, you will practice as a married woman. So if you are a lazy single woman, you're going to become a lazy married woman. If you're a prayerful single woman, you're going to become a prayerful married woman. So what you don't understand and I want, I want you to really get is God is using your singleness to prepare you for the marriage you are praying for. So are you intentionally single? Are you consistent with that standard that God has given you? Are you practicing what God has told you to do in your single season? Speaking about practices, the next point I want to talk to you about is having an anchor scripture. This is something, again, we're going to do in Dating to Marry. So if you, for any reason, need some more guidance of this, don't worry. If you become a Dating to Marry client, I will walk you down this path as well. But I want you here to understand what is your scripture for marriage? What is your own scripture? I'm not talking about general scriptures. I'm not talking about what you hear people say is a good scripture or reference. I'm saying what is the scripture God has given you? you specifically about your spouse what has he said about your role as a help me and a wife in scripture the reason this is so important as you date is it changes the way you experience dating and who you date it will change even the routes that you decide to take in your single season it will also affect how you maintain your standards and the conviction you have about them it also helps your discernment to sharpen and to deepen it allows you to confront temptation and have a stance that you can maintain when it comes to abstaining it opens your eyes spiritually and makes you more sensitive to what god is showing you and this is why we really spend time dissecting this in dating to marry but i want you to really think about this because it will help you to understand how to start the journey of becoming a godly wife today. 
the next point I want to discuss with you is dating with discernment. Dating with discernment, to put it simply, involves the Holy Spirit using your five senses. So what can you see? What can you smell? What can you touch? What can you taste? What can you feel about that person and yourself? This again is something I break down for you in Dating to Marry, but I do want you to understand that the way you discern as you date is paying attention to what God shows you, what you sense, what you're touching in terms of the visions you have of that person and yourself, and if they are in alignment, and how the relationship makes you feel. That is, is it making you feel sweet? Is it making you feel sour? God will minister through his spirit using these five senses in helping you to discern his will for that particular process of dating that person. When you discern with your spirit, it will transform the way you evaluate your physical experiences and allow you to put the proper perspective on your dating experience. This will definitely play out when you get married as well. Speaking about discernment, the next point I want to go on to is praying over your future husband and marriage. We do this a lot in Wife in Waiting. If you're a sister, you're aware of this. If you're a dating to marry client, you are also aware of this because I can tell you prayer positions you the fastest way in the spirit. It is so powerful. That is why the enemy fights you whenever you want to pray. The revelation that comes from praying over your future husband is so specific to your own marriage and it increases your ability to discern when you're looking at your husband and when you're looking at a counterfeit, no matter how original that counterfeit can pretend to look like. I do this a lot with dating to my clients, but I will encourage you, if you haven't started, start praying for your future husband. We even have prayer journals for future husbands available so that you understand the importance and the priority you should place on this particular prayer point. Pray over your marriage because it will bring not only revelation, but it will also give you confirmation when it is the right man. Now let's talk about knowing what marriage means for you and to you. What I mean by this is, is marriage a covenant or a contract to you? If we're looking at it through the legal um, perspective, because for those that don't know, I'm a lawyer, but if you're looking at it through that perspective of, okay, what is marriage in terms of how it's understood by the human sense? It's a contract. This mindset will affect the way you marry and the kind of wife you're going to be, become. Because scripturally, we are called to a marital covenant. We are called to a covenant of marriage. We are called to an agreement that is not only physical in its manifestation, but more so spiritually um, um, rooted. So this mindset will shift the way you date entirely and how you approach marriage. Some people have gotten married under a covenant and treated it like a contract. So I don't want you to think, okay, if I start treating marriage like a covenant, that means that if I get married in a covenant style marriage, then my marriage is sorted. No, it's important that covenant means you are constantly walking it out. That is the danger a lot of godly relationships and godly marriages have come under. That's the attack they are under. They are treating their marriages like a contract. And as you're dating, you definitely want to uphold the standard of treating marriage like a covenant. This will help you to understand why sex should wait after marriage. This will help you to understand why it's important to date only a person that subscribes to the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what this means is you don't approach your marriage from the spirit um, alone or the soul alone or the body alone. You approach your marriage from 
all the three dimensions that I've mentioned. You don't you don't just focus on one aspect. When you understand marriage is beyond becoming someone's wife and also includes being held accountable for their mind, their will, their emotions, being a rib and supporter for their dreams and visions, and being their spiritual intercessor, it will change the kind of marriage you step into. When you understand the importance of marriage on a physical level, even the importance of prioritizing intimacy with your spouse, making time for each other, being physically attracted to one another, working on yourself to be a better spouse, you will change the way you approach marriage as a wife and how you view your role as a helpmate. Hey queen, I see you're enjoying this episode. If you're interested in diving even deeper into attracting the right men, dating your husband, dating for the purpose of a godly marriage, Dating to Marry is the program for you. I work with you to show you exactly how to date to attract your husband. I'm going to walk you through patterns all the way to positioning yourself to date to attract the man that is right for you. I only work with four women. Make sure to check the show notes to sign up for our wait list. I look forward to welcoming you into Dating to Marry. Let's get back to our episode. The next area I want to touch on with you is being accountable. And I mean real accountability. In fact, it's important to pray for an accountability partner because this can change not only the way you date, but who you marry. You need a support system that is trusted, that is true, that you can be fully transparent with so sin has nowhere to hide that you can share your feelings and mistakes with without being judged. This will allow you to make decisions that are spiritually sound and practical as you date and even when you get married. Like I said, your experience as a single woman is tied to your journey as a married woman. Wife in Waiting is literally a sister circle of accountability. Irish Sharpens Iron, Proverbs 2717 is our watchword. And Dating to Marry clients have the added advantage of being a part of the sisterhood as well as my added one-on-one accountability and support. But I want you to take this role of choosing an accountability partner seriously. I'm not talking about having 5, 10, 15 accountability partners, but God usually will give you one specific person for that particular season or that particular situation that will suit you to help you understand how you can be accountable through that process and help you sharpen into the wife that he has called you to be. Now, I also want you to understand that you are going to get married. It's going to happen. It doesn't matter if it hasn't happened for someone else. I don't want you to take that vantage point of, oh, I know Sister A and T B. she's not yet married um, and she's so-and-so age. It hasn't happened for me and I'm so-and-so age. No. When you understand that marriage is going to happen for you, it changes the kind of wife you already are. Remember Proverbs 18.22 says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor from the Lord. So think about this. What kind of wife am I to be when I am found? What's the good thing I am bringing to my marriage? How can I presently carry my favor as a wife? This is what I work with you on in Dating to Marry, but this will also help you become the wife God intends for you to be because you are having a dialogue with him. You're not jumping to conclusions. You're not making your own decisions based on desperation to get married. And I want you to really understand what we do here in Dating to Marry and what I also am conscious of in mentoring my wife and waiting sisters. The goal is not to get married. The goal is to get married to the man God has for you. 
it's a very different goal because you don't want to fall under that fear mindset and thinking that, oh, this is my last chance. This is the only spouse available to me. This is the only opportunity I will get married. No, that doesn't fall under what I have just described. Knowing you're going to get married as a godly woman means that you have a mindset of abundance. It means that you understand God has someone that he has called you to be a helpmate to. It means that you know that this is a decision that God has made for you. It's not a decision that you are placing on God. That is the importance of this particular point. Finally, I will say this. Understand your own marital template. It is unique to you and for you and your husband. Does this mean don't take advice? No, of course, take advice and guidance, but it does mean be careful where you take advice and what you take guidance on. Let your source be the spirit of God, not your pastor, not your spiritual father and your mother, not your parents, your preachers, God. That's where you will get the marital template that will serve you in your own marriage. And it's something I work with dating to marry clients on in achieving because it is so important that you understand your own marital template. What may work in Mr. A's household may be destructive in your own household. That is why the singular source should be the spirit of God. Right. I know you found this useful. Don't forget to share this podcast episode with a sister friend. If you would like to learn about dating to marry, check the show notes to find out how you can be one of the four women I work with. Don't forget to like this podcast and leave your review. Until next time. Bye.